This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, March 1st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. California's COVID-19 protections upheld. Newsom collects more praise. Meat Institute asks SCOTUS for Prop 12 review. Court rejects ag petition to block California's COVID-19 regulations. A San Francisco Superior Court judge last week upheld Cal OSHA's emergency regulation for COVID-19 workplace safety. The decision stated that the pandemic was enough of an emergency to issue the regulation and that doing so is not outside the agency's authority. It also asserted it is not the court's role, quote, to second-guess the decision of state officials who have the expertise to assess the pandemic and institute measures. The judge struck down another lawsuit brought by retail businesses that took issue with paid leave and mandated testing. More Democrats praise Newsom for pandemic response. Governor Newsom returned to Fresno County on Friday to promote the administration's efforts to bring vaccine doses to the Central Valley and to farm workers. Let us never take for granted our farm workers, our ag workers, he said. Let us never take for granted these food processing plants and all of those individuals who make it possible to lay claim to our status as the breadbasket of the world. Four state lawmakers, as well as celebrity comedian and actor George Lopez, applauded Newsom's leadership during the crisis. Newsom visited a refugee assistance organization and praised community-based organizations like this for helping farm workers get vaccinated. Now keep in mind, Newsom reiterated that he has redirected 34,000 vaccines to the Valley and helped to increase the supply by 58%. Yet a coalition of ag and farm worker groups and state lawmakers has grown increasingly concerned that the priority for ag workers is being diluted as more groups are pulled into the same tier. This includes Newsom's recent decision to stockpile and preserve 10% of all doses in California for teachers beginning today. CEO Casey Creamer said in a statement that California Citrus Mutual continued to grow more and more frustrated, not with the fact that each of these groups are not deserving, but with the changing priorities that delayed access to agriculture. Lawmaker frustrated with Sacramento's ag policy apathy. Assemblymember Cecilia Aguarcuri of Winters has introduced a number of bills related to agriculture for the new legislative session. The most frustrating thing, she says, is trying to ensure incentives dollars remain in the budget for farmers. The Northern California lawmaker was speaking in a panel discussion for the Community Alliance for Family Farmers last week. We have to keep on the governor with cap and trade, she said. We have to make sure the funding remains. The market revenues drive the fund that fuels incentive grants for water efficiency and healthy soils. Agar Curry said CDFA Secretary Karen Ross has, quote, gone to the bat on this as well. Frustration has also mounted with colleagues who are hesitant to vote on anything agriculture, she said. We've had to have numerous conversations, and the thing that has really been beneficial is actually taking them out to farm, said Aguar Curry. 
House passes $1.9 trillion stimulus package with aid for food systems and minority farmers. Democrats pushed President Joe Biden's $1.9 trillion economic stimulus package through the House early Saturday, despite progressives' fears about the future of a minimum wage increase that's included in the measure. The American Rescue Plan, which would authorize payments of up to $1,400 a person to most Americans, would provide no new direct payments to farmers, but there are $16.1 billion in aid and food provisions approved by the House Agriculture Committee. The House passed the bill 219 to 212, about 2 a.m., with only two Democrats breaking party ranks to oppose the measure, that Jared Golden of Maine and Kurt Schrader of Oregon. No Republicans voted for it. Among other things, the bill would provide $5 billion in assistance to minority farmers, while $3.6 billion is earmarked to fund commodity purchases and to provide grants and loans to processors, farmers' markets, producers, and organizers to pay for needs such as workers' personal protection equipment and to retool operations to, quote, maintain and improve food and agriculture supply chain resiliency. You can read the full report at agripulse.com. Meat Institute seeks review of California animal confinement law. The North American Meat Institute is asking the Supreme Court to review a Ninth Circuit decision that let California's Proposition 12 stay in place. The state's law bans the sale of pork, veal, and eggs from animals raised below minimum square feet requirements, which NAMI says would disadvantage out-of-state producers. Prop 12, quote, unfairly punishes livestock producers outside of California by forcing them to spend millions just to access California markets. That Meat Institute president and CEO, Julie Adapotz, if this unconstitutional law is allowed to stand, California will dictate farming practices across the nation. The Supreme Court petition can be accessed at agripulse.com. Vilsack makes case to National Farmers Union. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack meets virtually today with the National Farmers Union as he makes his first appearance before a farm group since taking office last week. NFU, which broke from other ag groups to support the Obama-era cap-and-trade plan and has continued to push Congress to act on climate change, will be a ready ally in Vilsack's effort to enlist farmers in reducing greenhouse gas emissions. NFU also has endorsed the assistance to minority farmers contained in the $1.9 trillion stimulus package that passed the House early Saturday. NFU also will be hearing today from leaders of the House and Senate Ag Committees. On Friday, Vilsack will talk to online participants in the Commodity Classic, the annual combined convention of groups representing corn, soy, wheat, and sorghum producers, as well as the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. For more, you can read our Washington Week Ahead. Trump administration stripped agency websites of critical info, report finds. The Trump administration made it difficult to find information about key environmental regulations while it was replacing them. A new report from the Environmental Data and Governance Initiative is found. Among the examples, the Environmental Protection Agency took down background on the Obama administration's 2015 Waters of the U.S. rule throughout the process of repealing and replacing the rule. 
There was no information on the website that pointed to a scientific reasoning for the review or its revision or repeal, the report said. Resources should be archived and easily accessed, the report said, noting that EPA hosts a large online archive, but many other agencies do not, and EPA's archive is not easily discovered or searched. Here's today's He Said It. Let us never take for granted these food processing plants and all those individuals who make it possible to lay claim to our status as the breadbasket of the world. That Governor Gavin Newsom. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, March 1st. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.